Donald Miller here, and if you work in sales, want to learn how to sell, or are curious about the latest in sales news, then you need to check out the Salesman Podcast, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. On each episode, host Will Barron helps sales professionals learn how to find buyers and win big business in effective and ethical ways. Here are a few episodes I've really loved. Digital Sales Rooms, The Future of B2B Sales, Master the Art of Cold Calling, Four Tips on Boosting Sales, and How to Tell a Remarkable Sales Story. If you want to find and win more sales with less stress, then listen to the Salesman Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business Made Simple Podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Network. Every week on the show, we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. And the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Today, we're going to talk about the wings of the airplane. A little bit of wings, a little bit of ride engine. The products that you sell, how can you create a product funnel? We've talked about that on the podcast before. And also, how can you position those products in terms of your messaging and your marketing, your ride engine to grow your business? Really, though, the controlling idea is how do you monetize a mission? How do you get the mission out there, communication? And then how do you monetize that mission, wings of the airplane, by creating products that monetize what your heart cares so much about? And we're going to talk to a business owner who is brilliant. Tara Herster runs an organization in Australia where she works with executives to get the help they need to overcome drug and alcohol addiction. I want you to listen as you you hear her mission and her love for these people and her desire to change the entire world as it aligns with her incredible business savvy. And and if you're not a mission-oriented person, I'm going to challenge you to come up with a mission because a mission can actually grow your company. How do you monetize your mission? Here's my conversation with Tara Herster. Tara Herster, so great to have you on. I am really, really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, tell people a little bit about what you do because I I find it fascinating and uh, I'm I'm wondering if how how you would explain it because we're going to talk about clarifying your message. So how do you explain what you do? Absolutely. Well, you know how addiction for the longest time has been seen as something that is either a weakness or an illness that you're powerless over or something that just affects people of lower socioeconomic spaces. Well, the reality is, is that addiction doesn't discriminate and people who are in high pressured positions and um, CEOs and upper management in organizations, they have just as much um, concerns with stress and distress and that results in drug and alcohol use as well. So the Tara Clinic, where Tara is an acronym for Therapeutic Addiction Recovery Assistance, we support busy and successful people to regain control over substance use and addiction while leaving the guilt and shame behind. Well, I, th- I think you did a pretty good job there explaining <laughs> it. I, I like how clear your message is. Thank I'm you. just curious from a business standpoint, do, do people check into your clinic? What are, what are the different services that you provide folks who are dealing with addiction? Yeah, so we we actually are an outpatient service. So what that means is you basically get the majority of the benefits of a rehab without needing to leave your home. 
So you're doing the long-term programs and the, the treatment, the interactive treatment, uh, while you're still continuing to work, you're still living at home, you're still engaging in your day-to-day life. The way that we look at things is we want to improve your life, not interrupt it. What brought you to the specific demographic of, I mean, I would imagine sort of high-functioning addicts or high-functioning alcoholics who are executives who are at the top of the game, top of their game. What brought you to that demographic and, and you decided these are the people I want to help? <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That begs a question. Yeah. How did Elon Musk get into this? So the way that Elon Musk is disrupting the the um, the automotive industry with his his company Tesla really inspired me in terms of the way that I can actually disrupt the way that people and society view addiction and its treatment because he he focused solely on people who were from you know a higher priced market with low numbers so that he could bring in as much profit as possible with the roadster and basically disrupt the way that people viewed uh, wow, an electric that vehicle. Is brilliant. And so then he used the profits from that to make the Model S, then used the profits from that to make the Model X. And I was, I remember sitting at, uh, I <laughs> had a real sort of spiritual experience while I was at my very first um, festival that I'd ever been to. It's this amazing festival. It's really family oriented in, in um, Queensland, in Australia. It's called Woodford Folk Festival. And I remember sitting under a tree and it just went poof oh, hang on, addiction doesn't discriminate. So I can do the same process as what Elon Musk did with Tesla. I can do the same thing with what I'm doing so that I can, you know, start out with just me, work in a higher priced market so that I can then grow organically from from that process to then basically create my six pillar plan to change the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's I mean, that's incredible that that is a you just gave out a really great M- course in an MBA program at any business school in the world. <laughs> I'm not kidding that that's really wonderful strategy. And it's a great way to understand uh, why it's just smart. And one of the smartest things you can do as a beginning entrepreneur is you've got to figure out cash flow quick. Because you can have a mission to change the world, and if it's not economically sustainable, that mission is going nowhere. And I, I love, I love your strategy on that. I, I, I like the way that you've structured this. You, you're certainly a compassionate person. You're incredibly intelligent. You're mission oriented. It, it's Thank not going to surprise me if you succeed at the very highest level, and you do change the world the, the way that you want to, Tara. Now, if we get into the business coaching part, I need to know how you make money. What are your revenue streams? How how does the money come in right now? Right now, what we're looking to move into, which I feel is going to be really beneficial on a number of fronts, especially on the the cash flow front, is moving into providing training and treatment options, I guess, for corporate organizations. Because what's happening at the moment is there's more of a push to come back into the office. So, uh, you know, people have been stressed at work, stressed at home, um, lockdown issues, uh, money issues, instability within the workplace. And now everything's starting to kind of come back. 
And the the stats are unbelievable around it. Like I've got some stats here from 2016. So alcohol and other drugs cost Australian workplaces an estimated $6 billion per year in lost productivity. Australian workers admitted to taking almost 11.5 million sick days as a result of their alcohol and or drug use. And one in 10 workers say they have been affected by a co-worker's use of alcohol, for example, a reduced ability to do their own job, involvement in an accident or close call, and having to work extra hours to cover for a co-worker. So these these numbers and these dollar amounts are massive. It's, a, it's an economic problem. It really is. All right. This is great, Tara. Thanks for sharing. And thanks also for completing that business assessment at mybusinessreport.com. I was able to take a look at some of the parts of your airplane, your business that were working well and some that you needed to fix. So from what you just shared along with reviewing your assessment, uh, and again, anybody can take that assessment at mybusinessreport.com. It looks like we need to strengthen a couple parts of your airplane. The first are the wings. I think you've got some high-end products that are very expensive, and there's not some entry-level products and even some entry-level marketing that could lead to some entry-level products that could lead to more high-end products. In other words, a sales funnel and a marketing funnel. So we're really talking about the wings of your airplane, and we're talking about the right engine of your airplane. And we kind of want to put those together in your case. But with that in mind, let's see what we can do here. I love it. We talked before the interview about TARA, the acronym. Yes. Uh, and and the fact that it's, it's an acronym for Therapeutic Addiction Recovery Assistance. And the reason that you went with TARA is not just because that's your name, although that's cute. <laughs> the reason that you went with it is because you wanted it to be on people's billing statements and not have a stigma associated with it. Exactly. I, I understand the motive there. Uh, I think you can go that direction. I'm not going to give you this advice very strongly because I'm not certain it's the exact right advice. However, it's going to be hard to be known as the go-to leader for drug and alcohol addiction recovery if you also don't want to be known for drug and alcohol addiction <laughs> recovery. In other words, I think you got to just live with that problem. But, but here's what you can do. What you can do is make known the name of the workshop, and then the workshop is brought to you by Tara, so the billing statement would say Tara, but the workshop is actually something that you want known all over Australia, maybe even all over the world. Yes, absolutely. So, so here's my idea, and I'm curious what you think about it. And you've already, you know, I, as you were talking, I kind of had the idea that you need to take this in the form of training, custom training into an organization. So I was glad to hear that you, you'd you already thought of that. Uh, I think you can actually back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can say, Tara is going to try to educate a quarter million professionals in Sydney about drug and alcohol awareness, uh, prevention, addiction, how it affects uh, the workplace, triggers for it, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's an actual campaign. And, and I don't mind something like Sydney Set Free, a drug and alcohol awareness campaign, something like that. Mm -hmm. So people like investing in big campaigns with numeric goals. Mm -hmm. And so for you to go to a company and say, hey, we know you have 3,000 employees my name is Tara Herster. I'm with Tara, and we do drug and alcohol awareness. Did you know that with with 3,000 employees, you probably it's probably costing you about half a million dollars a year 
with that number of employees to have drug and alcohol issues amongst your team members. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would like to educate you for free about uh, these issues. And we have a video that if you show all of your people and and uh, have them sign this awareness campaign, you know, we can get 3,000 of the 250,000 goal and you can begin the process of opening a conversation about this issue. So that would be the, what we would call top of funnel. Mm-hmm. This is not something that, you know, they've paid for. It's something that's totally free. Now, here's a product that I think is a new product for you. It's very similar to the one that you've already come up with. I think you actually help that company level two for, let's say, I don't know, $12,000 or something, you or $15,000. You help them create uh, their specific policy in the workplace and a system where that has a phone number that they can call if they need some help, you know, an anonymous hotline. For you to go in and consult with that company and create that program is about $15,000. Now, what that's going to cost you, Tara, is probably three hours on the phone Mm -hmm. over the course of maybe a few weeks, because most of it by the eighth employer is cut and paste. Yeah. Right. And you're going to be, but, but they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to, you know, who's the person who answers the phone in the hotline? Who's the, what do they say? What, you know, what do you do with somebody who shows up drunk? What do you, all that stuff is going to be cut and paste. And yet to them, it's worth. I mean, $15,000 is a steal. Mm, Absolutely. And then there's a secondary video. Now, the first video, you're blanketing all over Sydney. You're blanketing all over Australia. You can have a number, a numeric goal for all of Australia. It is the, you know, a million people in Australia are going to be educated about drugs and alcohol in the workplace, what it costs us, the fact that it's, we're going to destigmatize it. So, you, you know, that's the goal of that initial free campaign. Please show this to all your employees. Uh, you can you know let us know the date that you're rolling it out. We'd like for everybody to sign this petition. We want a million people to sign it. Second, if you need a drug and alcohol policy at your organization, Tara can custom create one for you and help you roll it out. And the rollout for that is you know additional. It's like here it is, but now we have a one-hour workshop that everybody's going to attend that says here is our policy on drugs and alcohol in the workplace and those sorts of things. Now you're getting paid for that. So the first one takes none of your time, literally just people deciding to show it to their team members and signing a petition. The next one takes about three hours to create that custom uh, that custom strategy. And then the rollout to that may be another ten or $15,000. And now you're educating those people. All for the purpose of associating Tara with the people you call when you got when somebody specific has a problem. So it's awareness, awareness, custom installation of policies, and the whole time you're saying we are the people that you call. I think that's how you build. I think that's how you build your business. Spring is a time for planting and growing, not just in your garden, but for your business. HubSpot helps your business grow better with intuitive service tools dedicated to cultivating deep roots with your customers. Customer portals keep all your ticket conversations going between customers and reps, so issues are quickly and easily resolved. Mobile inboxes keep your teams productive on the go with tools for collaboration while seamlessly delivering support. And custom surveys allow teams to solicit feedback and insights that help improve your customer experience and customer relationships. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. 
And now back to the show. I don't know what the law is in Australia. There may be liabilities to a corporation taking responsibility, and they may just say, "Look, we can fire this person, and we don't have to take responsibility." You, you got to work with each each. You, know, you got to work within your laws. However, I would think that you could counsel an employer to say, "Look, here's how you handle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person needs a one month sabbatical, and they're going to do that without pay." And in order to come back, they need to sign up for this program and they need to pay for it. They don't want this person to leave. They need to deal with it. They want to be compassionate. They want to give them a chance. However, I don't know. That might end up in court too. Like in order to keep my job, they made me go pay for some treatment program. <laughs> you know, in the States, that would probably be a lawsuit. I don't know how that works in Australia. But you, you would want to give, the point is you would want to give employers options mm-hmm. on how to get them into treatment and whether or not, here's, here, are the, here are the reasons that you should pay for it. If you can't pay for it, here are the reasons that you should encourage it. Here's what you're legally able to do as an employer. Maybe you can't say you're not going to be able to keep your job unless you unless you uh, seek treatment. You know, whatever. But that's why they're calling you, right? Because they don't know this stuff. Yeah. You know, I know if anybody on my team had a substance abuse problem, which they don't, and we have never dealt with that, I'm doing everything I can. I don't want to lose them. Also, I know if I help them, you know, selfishly. They're going to love me for it. They're going to love the company. They're going to love the culture. They're, you know, we're going to get a better employee out of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But the interesting thing is, is you might not even know because quite often people who are, who are still working, who are still doing what they're doing, you may not actually be aware of what's going on in the background for these people. And what a big part of the, the culture aspect is that, you know, um, it might be like celebrate with a margarita every time something happens or, you know, um, uh, uh, on yeah. a Friday afternoon, we have drinks and a something as our team meeting, whatever it may be. And I have so many clients who say to me either, so they're at either end of this. I have one client in particular who, who said, you know, I didn't even realize how unhelpful I was being by putting a beer on everybody's desk yeah. on a Thursday afternoon. I thought I was creating culture, but I realized that <laughs> if, if I was in that seat, I would find it hard to say no each time to my boss. So there are, there are cultural aspects within the workplace that we quite often aren't aware of. And that's the piece that I want to bring to the attention of these corporate organizations. And that's the, and that's the, that's in that free video. That's in that, that's that in, in that introductory awareness video. I think the only thing that you're really missing is that, that top of sales funnel awareness piece that I think you're going to have to get out there for free mm-hmm. and then really specific products. I want to I want to leave you with one last idea. Yeah. And that is the the 15-month program. You know, I would actually position that as a program that takes uh you know, I would position drugs and alcohol as something that is really attractive to and I believe it is, you know, high-functioning people who want more out of life. Mm-hmm. And when you do this 15 month program, you're going to get it mm-hmm. and you, you just went to the wrong place, but you're going to get it out of this program. And uh, I, in other words, I wouldn't position it as sort of a victim uh, recovery. Absolutely. Because I think you're not going to get people volunteering to call. And then you can add that fourth call. That is, if you feel like you're trying to get more out of life and drugs and alcohol aren't working and you actually want to be a more productive professional and a better human being, give us a call because we have a 15-month program 
that is going to turn you into a serious pro. Mm-hmm. You know, if you position it like that, I think you're going to get you're going to get some more volunteers. But the real the real struggle is, and for all of us in business, the real struggle is the people to call when there is a drug or alcohol problem in myself or in my organization is Tara. That's it. That's everything that we just designed is trying to make that as simple as possible. And I'll say something else that I've said on the podcast many times. I believe if you work really hard and you do this incredibly well, it will take about three years to start getting serious traction. Yeah. It just takes about three years because people have to hear things about eight times before they metabolize the information, Mm. which means you have to say them 250 times (laughs) because about 242 times, they're not listening. Yes. So, you know, in order to catch them eight times, you got to say it 252, 250 times. I love it. The the only mini question that's in the back of my mind is, do you have a, a thought on a name that for this whole, I guess, piece that would just be, you know, like business made simple. That's a very clear and easy name. Yeah. You just know what that is. And then you've got marketing made simple and you've got all, you know, all of these things. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to identify what a name that would be kind of clear like that. Well, I think there are two names. I think there are two names. One is the campaign, the free campaign in which you're trying to get a million people to sign up and say, which I love. I promise to be aware mm-hmm. of the effects of drug and alcohol in the workplace on my life and my coworkers' lives. And so they're all, that's all they're signing, right? I just promise to be aware. And that may be set Sydney free or you know something about Australia or whatever. Then the next is, uh, and this is, a, this is just a down and dirty, you know, as clear as it can possibly be, mm-hmm. it is your drug and alcohol policy. That's it. And what you can do is say, There's 500 business owners in this room. Will you raise your hand if you are familiar with your drug and alcohol policy? And 12 people out of 500 are going to raise their hand. (laughs) And you're going to say, well, we have a way, and it's called your drug and alcohol policy. And it makes it humane. It makes it interesting. And everybody in your organization will be able to raise their hand. This is a secret problem in your organization. So I really like just getting as close to you can as close as you can to what it actually is and what you're actually selling somebody is their drug and alcohol policy because they don't have one or the one they have is being ignored yeah you're so right so i like i like the campaign is really aspirational and it's really something that they'd talk about on the on you know drive time radio and then the other one is you know your checking account you know if i want to go open a checking account at bank you know they don't say well it's called the money freedom Plan. It's called a checking account. I need a checking account. <laughs> you know what, I mean? so what you need is a drug and alcohol policy. Let's call it that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the, the the training programs that we're providing for the organization and the HR stuff is all linked to their drug and alcohol policy. So yeah, see, this is why you're the boss. It's 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 fantastic. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I got a company with 30 people and uh, you know, it took me this interview to realize I don't have a drug and alcohol policy. So there you go. <laughs> there are so many places that don't. <laughs> yeah. Once you once you go global, Tara, you know, you, you got your first client here in the United States. Tara, it was wonderful, wonderful talking to you. Your mission is incredible. Your your business mind is incredible. And uh, gosh, if I were a betting guy, I'd bet on you. 
Wow. Thank you so much. And coming from you, that is an epic compliment. Thank you. Well, that was an inspiring conversation. You, you can't beat an entrepreneur who actually has a mission. I mean, you got that's a big part of it, right? So many of us are selling products, but we don't really, we're not really passionate about that. So when you find somebody who's passionate about what they're doing, you know, the rest is pretty easy to fix. So with Tara, we fixed, uh, we helped fix her wings and part of the ride engine, turning her mission into a message and then creating kind of a product funnel as, uh, as she builds her business. I think it's going to work. Some of you might be listening and thinking, Don, where are you getting the coaching advice? And, and in terms of business, as you know, we compare every business to the standard of an airplane. Is their cockpit, their leadership doing well? Is the right engine marketing doing well? Is the left engine sales, the wings of the products, the body of the airplane is your overhead, your management and execution system, the, the fuel tanks are your cash flow. So when I'm talking to somebody like Tara, I'm analyzing the six parts of her airplane, I'm trying to figure out which one is weak. Because if you can make all of those parts of the airplane strong, again, her business is going to fly far and fast. And it's not that hard to learn. There are frameworks within each of those six parts of the airplane. And once you understand those frameworks, you will know how to build a small business and make it work. If you want to be able to do that in your coaching conversations, just go to certifiedbusinesscoach.com and apply to be one of our Business Made Simple Certified Coaches. Our next coach certification training is coming up fast, and spots are going to fill up. So apply to become a Business Made Simple Certified Coach today at certifiedbusinesscoach.com. All right, at the end of every episode, I record a plan of action. That is something that you can do uh, from the interview uh, that you can implement immediately inside of your organization. And today's plan of action is about this. Turn your mission into an awareness campaign. Monetize your mission using an awareness campaign. A lot of times we think about marketing. We think about a lead generator. How do we get email addresses? You know what people love? They love an awareness campaign about a problem, right? I mean, if you have a basement uh, fix-it company, you want to do an awareness campaign about uh, mold in the basement and, and what it does to the health of your family. Think of it as an awareness campaign, right? Uh, when Tara goes into a, a lunch and somebody says, you know, what do you do? You say, most businesses have a drug and alcohol policy that is ignored, uh, not even known about, not humane, doesn't help solve the problem, or maybe they don't even have a drug and alcohol uh, policy at all. I help companies create an entire system in which they solve the problem of drug and alcohol in the workplace. And, and here's what that problem is costing them. I mean, it's just awareness, awareness, awareness. And people listen to that and they don't think, oh, you know, she's cashing in on drug and alcohol. No, they hear a mission and they're very, very attracted to that mission. So today's plan of action is an opportunity for you. Maybe it's true for you. Can you monetize your mission with an awareness campaign that is the top of a sales funnel, as we, we, uh, we talked about with Tara, the top of the sales funnel for a, a series of products that would actually go on and solve that problem. An opportunity there for you. An opportunity there for you. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.